You want the story? Sure, I'll tell you the story. It's a good one, I promise you that. It's got it all. Good versus evil, gunfights and jail cells. A race against time with a tragic ending. All leading me to first getting a hold of that lucky charm. And it's a story I swear is true, no matter how outlandish it may sound. Life is stranger than fiction, as they say. So where do I start? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll tell you where I found it. It was in the wreck of the train. The 10 o'clock train to Marlin City, if you want to be specific. I'd been hired to clear up the debris after the crash. They say it only took two to hijack it. Fierce bandits, both. The worst of the worst. Riding up behind it, leaping on the back, all dangerous-like. Passengers, they said one of them was Calamity, which confused the authorities later no end. The other, well, no one could rightly say who he was. He was a man with no name. No future, neither. Whatever the two of them was wanting when they hijacked that train, they didn't get it. Those evildoers died in the crash. <laughs> Hi there. Uh, sorry, I do, I do apologise for this, but, um, well, this is a stick-up. Yeah, um, reach, reach for the skies. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know what? That's a terrible place to start a story. I mean, it's dramatic and all, but it's nearer the end than the beginning. And there's all manner of stuff I ain't explained yet. I'm guessing it's left you a trifle confused. I should probably take it back a little further. Just to make everything clear. You good with that? Let's go again. Let's say we start with the two prospectors. They found it, as I understand it, looking for gold. Must have been buried in the dirt for years before they swung by. Zeke? Hey Zeke, what's that? What's what? That thing up there in the sky, you dumb varmint. We're in the sky. Oh. Is that some kind of metal bird? It's a big metal bird if it is. A goddamn huge one. It's, it's coming this way! Some folks tell they saw a shooting star that day it happened. I know a shooting star in the daytime, but that's what they say. I don't rightly know what else could have fallen from the sky that afternoon. I ain't got no idea whether those boys made a wish on it, but they could have done with one. What in the name of- smashed up our mind! Ooh, ooh. 
ugly. Oh, they sick or something? God. How else you get that shade of green? Are you sure you want to go in there? <laughs> sure, I'm sure. Careful, Zeke. I'm being careful. Uh, hey there. Uh, you guys all right? Take it. Huh? Take it, please. What? Uh, Whoa! Uh, Zeke! Zeke! You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. But this here fella's a goner. What you got there? This? Well, I don't know. A crystal? Uh, don't, don't look like nothing i ever seen. Must be worth it. Oh, whoa. Oh, get out of there. Get out of there now. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, Verge. <laughs> I think you might be wrong. <laughs> was the last thing they found before their mine collapsed. Poor old Zeke. He didn't get out alive, but Virgil, he escaped with the prize. What in the name of... Zeke's crystal? How did that... How did it fall out of there? Maybe it'd have been better for him if he died in the mine himself. That's enough foreboding language for now. I think it might be time to introduce our heroine. Ah! That was not the smoothest of journeys. Yeah, I'm not convinced this vortex manipulator is top of the range. The girl they called Jenny arrived in Deadfoot with her unknown companion on the morning coach, some folks say. I have my doubts. Anyways, their whole lives were ahead of them. But they wasn't to know trouble was lurking round the corner. Gosh darn it. There I go again with that foreboding language. Where are we? I'm not sure, but I need water. Well, that looks like some kind of bar. They're bound to have some on tap. Let's say we try it out. I say good idea. It was the year of our Lord, 1893. Deadfoot was a troubled town. It could be a lawless, dangerous place with its rustlers and its bandits. Well, this place looks delightful, so historic. It's definitely that. Ah, oh, I think I know where we are. I think it's called the Old West. West of what? Um, the East, mainly, I think. Yes, well, I've seen pictures and antique movies. It's the new frontier. Right. And did we mean to come here? No, not exactly, no. But like I say, if you've got a budget vortex manipulator, you can't always be certain where you're going to end up. But, you know, we're here now and it looks fun, so let's make the best of it, yeah? Hello? Service? Hello, anyone there? We'd like to get a drink. Hello? I'm Jenny. Uh, yeah? Deal me out, boys. Men called her Marion Stokes, because that was her name. Or else they called her Mama, because she gave the orders. She was the big noise in town. If she didn't own you... You weren't worth owning. Many a dead man would have rued the day they crossed Mama Stokes if they hadn't been dead. That made it hard for them to care too much either way, really. Jenny, what tarnation are you doing downstairs? You can't be seen in public. So, sorry, do I know you? Do you know me? <laughs> like a gun knows a bullet. Really, you know, I, I, I'm sure I would have remembered. <laughs> she could be from your future, given 
time travel. Yeah, that is a fair point. What the... Sam Hill are you talking about? Who's this? Oh, I'm Noah. Hello. Marion Stokes, handsome. Call me Mama. What's with the fancy accent, Ginny? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have an accent. This is just how I talk. I think you must be mistaking me for someone else. You're serious? About this, yes. You don't know me. I have never seen you before in my life. We only just arrived. We're new in town. We wanted to get a drink. Then allow me the honor of getting that drink for you. On the house. Oh, oh, really, there's no need. Actually, Jenny, there might be. I'm not sure we've got any money. Oh, well, don't let me stop you then. It'll be my pleasure. What are you having? Two sarsaparillas? Um, I think we were just going to go with water, weren't we? I was hoping for water. All right. Two waters it is then. Bill, two waters for the lady and gentleman. I'm sorry to have disturbed you fine young people. Oh, no, not at all. You have a good day, you hear? And with a tip of her hat, Stokes left their side, heading up the stairs to the rear of the saloon. What a nice lady. She was not a nice lady. Folks called her Calamity, but never twice. People around her had a tendency to get real unlucky real quick, with one exception. Mama! Jenny! As I live and breathe! I knew there was something fishy going on down there. You're telling me. I thought you were heading downstairs to get me some lunch, and that was an hour ago. The boys were starting up a poker game. I'm not made of stone. But listen, you'll be glad I didn't come straight back up. Hmm? How so? I think I found the answer to all our prayers. Yeah, <clears throat> that is a pretty good glass of water. I've had better. Weird that she thought she knew you, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a bit weird. Except it wasn't, because they were identical, you see? Jenny and Calamity. I mean, in general appearance, obviously. In temperament, they couldn't have been more different. But to look at them, you couldn't tell them apart. Hell, even their names was the same. Jenny. Which if I didn't know for a fact was the God's honest truth, I would have condemned as an improbable contrivance. Calamity had not been in town long, but she still managed to garner herself an impressive reputation and an impressive list of victims. The sheriff wanted her for trial. Others wanted her for the reward. The rest of them just wanted her. Sorry, that sounds like I'm objectifying her, and I do apologize. She was a rounded person with her own hopes and dreams. It's probably just a simple case of mistaken identity. I don't know. She seemed to know your name. Yeah, well, most people are called Jenny. It's really nothing to worry about. So, shall we explore? Do the tourist bit for a change? Do we have to? Looks like there's an awful lot of rough people around. Oh, oh, come off it. I'd have expected you to know better than to judge people by appearances. They're just people like the rest of us. Maybe they haven't shaved, but I'm sure they are perfectly pleasant. Hey, what's this? Four aces right in your lap. What? No wonder I've been losing all night. But you've been winning all night. I lost more than you. That's Virgil, the prospector. Remember him? Because if you ain't paid even that much attention, it's only going to get more confusing from here on in. Ah, right. Yeah, this isn't looking ideal. You've been cheating. No, I ain't. Those aces must have just fallen in my lap. Ha! You gonna pay me back? Pay you back what? I ain't won nothing. Draw. Now, now be reasonable. I said draw, you cheating farmer. I'll give you to the count of three. One. Hey, hey, give me a second. I, I, I 
can't reach my piece. We need to stop them. Uh, maybe don't get involved? Two. Please. I don't have a choice. Wait, I just... Uh... Hi. <clears throat> Sorry, look. There must be a way of sorting this out. Three. <laughs> no! <laughs> All right, now a change of plan. Maybe we should go. No, no one's going nowhere. I ain't having someone squealing to the sheriff. Whoa. Wait a second. Jenny. Oh, not you as well. Oh, yeah. I recognize you. Calamity, Jenny. Uh, no, no, just just Jenny. Well, maybe it's my lucky day after all. Look, I, I think I know what's happened here. Careful, Jenny, the gun. Yeah, do you think you could point that somewhere else, and then we can talk? Oh, no. Dead or alive, the poster says. Dead or alive. And I ain't taking no chances. Now, please... See you in hell, Calamity Jenny. No! Oh, he didn't kill her, just in case she was worried. If he had, this would have been a mighty short story, but we're barely a quarter of the way through. No, the gun that fired, that shot came from upstairs, from the hand of Mama Stokes herself, standing there up high on the balcony. You all right, Miss Jenny? I do apologize for the unpleasantness, but that man appeared to be bothering you. We should go. No. We can't. We're witnesses. We saw what happened. So did everyone. Two fewer people won't make a difference. Yeah, maybe you're right. Wait, what's that? Nobody had noticed the crystal fall from Virgil's pocket when he hit the floor. It had rolled over unseen to Jenny's feet. Much as it had rolled over to Virgil's that day back at the mine. Is it a diamond? Not like any I've ever seen. I'd go so far as to say it isn't from this planet. Not from here. So where is it from? My dear girl, I hope that wasn't all too distressing. This kind of violence is unacceptable, and I include my own actions in that. Some sixth sense or other told Jenny that the crystal was for her eyes alone. So as Mama Stokes reached them, she was careful to slip it in her pocket for safekeeping. Why did he want to kill me? He thought he recognized me too, like you did. Did he now? Probably a simple case of mistaken identity. You know, that's exactly what I said. Who did he mistake Jenny for? Who did you mistake her for? No one of consequence. It's baffling. You know what? Let me deal with this. You wait here. I'll go have a quiet word with the sheriff, get it all figured out. Bill, would you clear that up, please? Put him out back with the rest of the garbage. Hear that? She's dealing with it. We don't have to stay. Yeah, I suppose. I've got a bad feeling about this. Why do you think I don't? I've only been here five minutes and two people are dead. One of them tried to shoot me. Or someone who looks like you. Yeah. I will admit that isn't a good sign. I wonder who she is and what she's done. Does it really matter? We should go. Yeah. Okay. That is probably the right idea. Let's go before we get into any more trouble. Something the matter? That was the activation code, wasn't it? I don't remember. I didn't realise I had to. You're the one operating it. Yeah, well, I I'm sure that was the number. Jenny. I'm trying. Come on. Now, old George Sparrow was a good man in a bad place. And in the absence of anyone better, who else could be the sheriff of Deadfoot? Just a pity Mama Stokes could wind that man around her little finger twice and still have some left over for Sunday. Well... Here. Wakey, wakey. Rise and shine. Ooh, 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 what in 
Marion Stokes as I live and breathe. You get paid for sleeping on the job, Sheriff? Uh, not my fault if it's quiet. Why you have to come round waking me? Well, if you don't want to apprehend a known felon... What'd you say? I thought that might spark your interest. A known felon? One of the worst. Well, don't keep me in suspense. Calamity Jenny herself. She's in my bar. Nonsense. True as I'm standing here. If I wanted a big old pile of horse manure, I'd go up the road talk with old man Kempton. Now that's just unkind. Is it? I know you and Calamity have been thick as thieves. And I use that phrase advisedly. Listen here, Sheriff, that ain't true. Sure, the lady and I were well acquainted, but I was shocked to discover she was a criminal. <laughs> like hell you were. The wanted posters have been all over town these last few weeks. Don't try telling me you only just found out. Whether I did or whether I didn't, they only got her face on them, ain't they? There ain't a lick of evidence against me. Eh, that's true enough. Though a lack of evidence don't mean a lack of guilt. Why, Sheriff, you have such a way with words. Well, I got more where they came from. You know what else is on them posters? The reward money. <laughs> Has that mayhap changed your mind? I'm doing my duty as an honest citizen. Though, I confess, the financial remuneration would not prove unwelcome. Two of my card-playing friends have recently passed on. My income has dropped accordingly as a result. I'm sure it has. What's it matter to you why I'm giving her up? I'm giving her up. That should be an end to it. You want her or not? Where is she? I'm not sure how much shaking it's going to help. I've got to try something. The code is right, I am sure it is. I just don't know what's got into it. Some water, maybe? I mean, it's possible. Reach for the skies. Not another one. Hands in the air. Oh, no. Look, there appears to be some kind of confusion here. I'm sure we can sort this out easily. I said... All right, all right, I've done it. See? That's better. Now, maybe we can have a conversation. You watch your mouth. Do you want me to put my hands in the air, too? You? No, you're all right. If you would just let me say a few things. And have you manipulate me with your feminine wiles? I think not. With my what? Make the slightest move towards your shooters, I'll fill you full of lead, you hear me? Assuming a shooter is a gun, I don't have one. Say what now? She doesn't, look. Huh? Well, that just makes my job all the easier. Alrighty then, you come with me. I got a jail cell for you all cozy and warm. Uh, upon the morrow, I'll put you on a train to Marlin City. And that's the last train journey you'll ever take. Now, come on, get. All right. You're not going with him. Well, I don't see I have much choice. Yeah, you're right about that. He's made a mistake. I just have to persuade him. I'm not going to do that if I've been shot, am I? All right. Where's the cell? Oh, but it's wrong. I'm sorry, I couldn't find the sheriff. Oh, they've gone. Have I missed all the excitement? <laughs> now, you just wait in there while I get this paperwork completed. Where else would I go? Are you all right? Oh, I've been better. But I have been worse, too. I've definitely been locked up in nastier places than this. I'm not saying I'd recommend it to friends, but some of the decor's actually really rather lovely. Don't worry, Jenny. I'll get you out. Don't you go trying nothing, young stud. I don't mean like that. I mean I'm going to explain the situation. You've made a mistake. Only one person here has made a mistake, and she's right in that there cell. She's not who you think she is. People have been recognising Jenny since we got here. 
The person you're after is just someone that looks like her. An awful lot like her, wouldn't you say? I, I mean, it's hard to say from a line drawing. Like hell. That's her on that there poster. That's her face. I'll admit, this woman does look a bit similar, but I swear to you, it isn't Jenny. Would you care to read the name under that picture? Calamity Jenny. Well, would you look at that? All right, so the name's a coincidence. A really, really big one. Oh, come now. As the poet says, when I see a bird that walks like a duck and swims like a duck and quacks like a duck, I call that bird a duck. That's a point. I bet she doesn't sound like this calamity, Jenny. What, because she speaks all New Englandy? Well, gee whiz, mister, why didn't you say? It's absolutely impossible she's the same person putting on a different voice. Let's release her at once. You mean it? No. Son, it might surprise you to learn I don't give a rat's whisker what she sounds like. I never heard Calamity speak. I just did not move within those circles. Few people who did live to tell the tale. She's a killer, then. One of the worst. Ain't ya? I really don't understand what you're talking about. It is just some kind of unfortunate accident. I know that's what you always say. The man who grabbed for your gun and accidentally blew his own head off. The man who accidentally fell from the second story when he tried to steal your purse. Always an unfortunate accident with you, ain't it? Hell, how'd you think you got the name Calamity? If you release me, I I'm sure we'll be able to figure out what's happened here quite easily. Uh, you're not leaving that cell till tomorrow morning. And only then to take the 10 o'clock to Marlin City. Where, with any luck, they're gonna hang you by your pretty neck till you're dead. And that sure won't be an accident. Well, he's charming. I think you need to use the manipulator. What do you think I've been trying to do? While you were chatting to him, I was trying every code I could think of and it's still not working. I don't understand it. <sighs> I'll take it apart, give it a tinker, see if I can fix it somehow. Whatever's wrong with it. But what if it's broken? Permanently? Yeah, okay, well let's just not think like that, alright? I'll work it out. Whatever's happened here, I'll work it out. If they think you're someone else, well, there's an easy solution, isn't there? I need to find this calamity Jenny. Well, and bring her in. If she's as violent as they say, I don't think she's going to agree to that. Not with the prospect of an imminent hanging hanging over her head. I don't see that there's anything else I can do. <sighs> Alright, okay, but be careful. I don't want you taking any unnecessary risks. I won't. I'll see you soon. And I'll get you out of there. I'm going to prove what I say, Sheriff. Then you'll let my friend go. Sure I will. Nice boy you got there, Jenny. Loyal. Dumb, but loyal. <laughs> right, where to start? Mama Stokes. She knows Calamity. She can know where she is. Oh, she surely did. So it went exactly as planned, like clockwork. I could have written it myself, it was so darn perfect. This time tomorrow, my darling, you are going to be a free woman. And it can't come soon enough. I have been trapped up here in this room for far too long. Well, make sure you stay here for now. Marion. I know, I know. It frustrates me, too. Don't you think I want to see you down there? But we can't give up so close to success. Mm, I suppose not. Anyone sees you in that bar before she's off on that train, the whole thing's shot sky high. I understand the problem. I tell you what, though. <laughs> it was a mighty fine piece of luck, her wandering in like that. It was a kind of luck, certainly. If she hadn't, well... You could have been on the run till kingdom come. This way, and with the reward money, we can do anything we want. 
Set ourselves up a whole new business. Oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We haven't won yet. I can't relax until she is on that gallows. True, true. The important point is, no one can know you're in here. Miss Stokes, sorry, the barman said you were... Oh. Well, this is an awkward situation. I think I've picked the wrong room. Sorry to have bothered you. You ain't going nowhere, boy. The wrong room, you say? Ain't that the truth? Mama, wait, don't shoot him. Yes, Mama, don't shoot me. No one can know you're in here, remember? Didn't you hear me say that? I did. And you think no one's gonna hear a gun? We don't want any attention, and that is exactly what we'll get if you shoot. Oh, calamity! I mean, she's right. She's definitely right. Shut up! Very well. There's other ways to kill a man. They don't all make noise. But then we'll have to dispose of the body, which is a whole new set of risks. I'd do as she says if I were you. What the hell do you suggest, girlie? You remember those fine silk stockings you bought me? I still haven't worn them. And I'm sure a little put out by that. But they'll serve well enough to tie him to that chair, wouldn't you say? <sighs> I mean, this really does explain a lot. No, oh, you have no idea. In some ways, I can hardly blame the sheriff. You look exactly like her. This friend of yours. Jenny. Nice name. Is she pretty? Oh, yes. That's the right answer. Right, there we go. He ain't getting out of here in a hurry. Maybe not, but I should. Reckon I ought to speak more with the sheriff. See about getting that reward money. You do that, and I'll keep an eye on him. I'll see you soon. And with a swish of her skirts, she left them alone together. Calamity stared down at her charge with those menacing eyes that had brought many a man to tears. Come on, work, just work. It's not too much to ask, is it? You've literally got one job. Ugh! You all right in there? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Just a bit cross, that's all. Then you're gonna hate what happens tomorrow. <laughs> good evening, Sheriff. Good evening. Miss Stokes. And why good evening to you, Calamity. Did Noah send you? Of course you know what's happened here. Oh, wonderful, right, great. So could you explain to the Sheriff, please? He doesn't believe me. Explain what? Well, you know, the whole mistaken identity thing that, that I'm not who he thinks I am. <gasps> Calamity, what are you talking about? The sheriff's got you fair and square. You might as well confess. Uh, I'm sorry? What are you putting on that funny accent for? You ain't fooling no one. It was you. Oh, of course it was you. You turned me in. Guilty as charged. Like someone else I could mention. I'm sorry you had to learn it this way. I believe the two of you was close. The betrayal must be quite a thing. Sheriff, whatever this woman says, do not believe it. I don't know her. I have never met her before today. She's framing me. <laughs> Calamity, this is undignified. You're a wanted woman. You gotta accept your fate. Oh, you conniving piece of sh- Calamity, mind your language. There's ladies present. Is there something you was wanting, Miss Stokes, ma'am? Apart from the opportunity of aggravating my prisoner. Yes. I'm wanting to discuss with you this reward I've been promised. Reward? Oh, well, it all makes sense now. Do you give me a promissory note? Do I collect it from the bank? Bank don't have that kind of money. So what then? I'm anxious to acquire what I'm owed. Then you'll have to accompany me and this young lady on the train tomorrow. The folks in Marlin City should be able to sort you out, if you're willing to testify. Suppose I have to be. And there's really no means of dealing with it here. Not that I know of. Pity. Looks like I'm not the only one out of luck, Mama. Did you just break my cock? <laughs> I must have sat down awkwardly or something. That comes out of my wages. 
You'll have to pay for that. With what? I haven't got any money. Oh, my dear girl. This really ain't your day. Not many people got into Calamity's boudoir. Even Stokes, they say, was only granted limited access. And even she was turned out at night. But some of the staff came in to clean. And they noticed she took particular care of one specific item. Almost as if it had more import than the rest. She'd never let anyone else touch it holding it to herself, turning it over in her hands. What is that? Some kind of jewellery box? Something like that? Yes. You don't have to go along with her, you know. I know. You're condemning an innocent girl to death. I know that too. You saved my life. I don't believe you're as bad as they say. These stories, the men you killed, maybe they were accidents. I think you are confusing me with your friend. We look alike, but we are not the same. You can still do the right thing. I am doing the right thing. I don't mean for you. I mean morally. I know what you meant. Uh, you don't understand. I don't have a choice. I have a chance. Suffice it to say, none of our protagonists had a particularly good night's rest that evening. It's tricky to sleep with the thread of the rope hanging over you. Or when bound to a chair. The sheriff had to stay on his guard, wary of a breakout. And Calamity? Well, who knows what thoughts were ticking through her mind. Cause something certainly changed it. Come on, hurry up. They got a cage in the postcar. So you're not even gonna let Noah see me off? That young fella of yours? He's not my fella, but yeah, I guess that's who you're thinking of. I didn't stop him. If he ain't here, nothing to do with me. Maybe he's left town. Noah would never abandon me like I'd never abandoned him. What did you do? Miss Calamity, I'm mortified by your lack of trust. After you betrayed me, you're not very self-aware, are you? I ain't done nothing to your little friend. And you'd better make sure it stays that way, because when I get free, and believe me, I am getting free, I am coming back. And if you have hurt him... Why, you a darling. Good luck with that. Come on, we don't want to miss the train. Oh. Now, don't try nothing. Sorry, I just tripped. It's not like me. The ground can't be very level. Well, you don't have to worry about the ground much longer. You'll soon be swinging high above it. Get on the train. You do realize it's not very gentlemanly shoving a lady into a cage. You ain't no lady. There she goes. Folks have asked the question ever since. Was it a sudden pang of conscience that made her do what she did? Did Calamity Jenny have a heart after all? No one knows. Ain't like we can ask her. All we do know is that before she died, she tried doing the right thing after all. So, I'm guessing you don't have need of me anymore. Oh, I always have need for you. Right. Now they've left town, I can drop the silly accent. Uh, what? I'm so sorry. I had to keep pretending. I couldn't take the risk that things would turn out differently. Um, what? But they're on the train now, so we can get a move on. First things first, let's get you untied. Uh, what? You're confused, aren't you? I can tell. Well, look, don't worry. It's just about to get much more complicated. Yeah, seem to be going a good pace. 
We should arrive on schedule. Glad to hear it. Oh, you might. Maybe another quick go at that. Oh, no, 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 no. Something the matter? Apart from the obvious. Oh, my bracelet. I'm not wearing it anymore. Oh, I must have fallen off when I stumbled back at the station. I wouldn't cry too hard. Where you're going, you ain't gonna need a bracelet. <laughs> Right. First up, can't forget this. Your jewellery box. Is that really necessary? Yes, because it's not jewellery. Okay, next on the list, get back my vortex manipulator. We need to catch the train. No, well, not yet. In a bit, yeah. Uh, first, we need to get to the station. I dropped the manipulator there about 20 minutes ago. Old me did. Or at least, I hope she did. If she didn't, I don't know where it is. I don't understand. Y yeah, well, you might get used to saying that. It'll come back a lot. Don't worry. It'll all add up eventually. Come on. You're telling me... I'm still not sure. Let's just be clear about this. You're Jenny. Yeah, of course I am. Same name, same face. Who else was I going to be? I thought that was a massive coincidence. Well, it would have to have been, like, insanely massive. Like, can you imagine the odds? I mean, surely the outrageous accent was a clue. I didn't realise it was outrageous. Oh, let's just take that as a compliment, then. Jenny, what are you doing here? Waiting for you. I don't understand. Yeah, I know. I told you that would come back. Uh, look, we arrived here yesterday in your timeline, yeah? Yes. Well, in about 30 minutes, the Jenny who arrived with you, the Jenny on that train, well, she has a little accident with the Vortex Manipulator and gets sent back in time three months. She couldn't leave you stranded, she had to wait it out. As Calamity Jenny. Exactly. Yeah, and become me. I'm your Jenny, after three months loitering in the Wild West, which hasn't exactly been fun, I can tell you. OK, the train station is just along here. Hang on. So you couldn't go until I arrived with you? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I've... Arrived now, so can we go? Ah, not exactly. Not exactly. The Jenny on that train is me from three months ago, right? If you insist. She escapes the train in about half an hour by using her vortex manipulator. Right. But she can't because she dropped it. Because she's dropped it, correct. Yeah. And uh, that isn't as clumsy as it sounds, but we'll get back to that. We have to retrieve her vortex manipulator, get it back to her so she can use it and get sent back three months to become me. I see. I think I'm getting it. Then you're doing much better than I did, and I've had a very long time to figure it out. Yes, and to kill all those men. I can't believe you did that. I didn't. Honestly, do you not know me better by now? You didn't. So why are you wanted? Well, because nobody believes the truth, that it was a series of terrible, terrible accidents. You mean that was real? The stories the sheriff described, the man who grabbed for your gun and ended up shooting himself? Yeah, it, it actually happened. And I can't blame anyone for not believing it. I was there, and even I thought it was pretty unlikely. But it kept happening, and before I knew it, I had a reputation. Which was the next thing I figured out. Oh? One second. Right, here's the station. Check the floor. I think I got on somewhere around there. OK, I'll see what I can find. Um, so what did you figure out about the accidents? That they were nothing of the sort. Everything started going wrong when I picked up that crystal, remember? The alien one that the man who cheated at poker had. Except I don't think he did cheat four aces accidentally falling into his lap and he couldn't get his gun out of his holster. It's a bit unlucky, isn't it? Maybe. Then, after I picked it up, I couldn't get the manipulator to work. I started to get clumsy. Like dropping the manipulator at the train station. Like dropping it right here. See? Whatever this crystal is, I think it eats your luck. That's what's caused all this trouble. And sooner or later, you get so unlucky, you end up dead. At which point, it wends its way to some other soon-to-be-unlucky victim. OK, Noah, tell me. Can you ride a horse? No. 
then it's a good time to start learning. Yeah, so this is roughly where we came in, ain't it? You know what happens in this next bit. The man with no name and calamity, they chase the train. They jump on board. They scare the passengers, etc., etc. Getting ready to hold it up. Do I have to fill it all in again? Hi there. Uh, sorry, I do, I do apologize for this, but, um, well, this is a stick-up. Yeah, um, reach for the skies. Yeah. So, where were we? Yeah, uh, don't worry, you, you're all going to be perfectly safe as long as you just, just wait here. Yeah, we're not interested in you. But we're interested in something at the other end of the train and we'd really rather not hurt anyone, so if you wouldn't mind, just... So sorry, excuse me. Uh, pardon me. Sorry. I'm just squeeze. So sorry for the inconvenience. All right, we need to move the remaining passengers back and separate the rear carriages, keep them out of harm's way. Well, how dangerous can it be? We just give the old you her manipulator back. Ah, yeah, but you're forgetting that I know what happens. It doesn't go smoothly. No, you tell me. You remember that jewellery box? The one that wasn't jewellery? Yeah, that one. It's got the crystal inside it. Uh, help me with this connecting pin, it's rusted up. The, the bad luck crystal. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Well, why would you bring that? From the sounds of it, it's incredibly dangerous. It was, but the jewellery box is lead-lined. It's safe as long as it stays inside. Right. Which is for about another five minutes. Brilliant. I couldn't leave it lying around for someone else to find. They might end up getting into a lot of trouble. So you'd rather we got into a lot of trouble? I think this might be an opportunity to get rid of it safely for good. Probably a sensible idea. Yeah, but it does mean I don't want to take any unnecessary risks with innocent passengers. We're just going to unhook the safety chain and... Wave them goodbye! What was that? Huh? I didn't see anything. Something happened with the train. There's two horses. No riders, but they seem to be following us. Almost as if... Wait, someone's disconnected the last carriage. What? Plain as day, look! What have you done? It's nothing to do with me. No friend? I think it might be your friend. Seems awfully likely, don't it? I knew Noah wouldn't abandon me. I reckon we ought to be expecting trouble. But fortunately, trouble's exactly what I like. You wait here. I'll deal with him. Right, well that's the passenger cars dealt with. Do you think Stokes knows we're on to her? Does that answer your question? Why, you? Calamity? I don't understand. Yeah, well, I, I am hearing that a lot today. What is with the accent? It's baffling, isn't it? But it does at least confuse you long enough for me to do this. Noah, are you all right? I'm fine. It's... Jenny, look out! Ugh. Now, that is not playing fair. Never said I played fair. I don't know what's got into you, Calamity, but things are over with us now. Things were never on, no matter how much you asked. Oh, you little... Behind the seats! Jenny, the crystal! The story I heard tell the story I believe is that the charm tumbled free in an act of almost willful volition. Hard to say for certain. Not one of the three of them lived to tell the tale. What in God's name? I'll get it! No, don't! Oh, well, that was an unfortunate stumble, wasn't it? Last accident you're gonna have. What the? It's jammed. Oh, bad luck. 
Noah, quickly into the next carriage. Right. Ah, sorry, I think I slipped on the gun. That's all right. It's the crystal, it's fallen out, it's making us all unlucky. Watch out, man! No, don't shoot! Missed! That she is really unlucky. Where did that part come from? Up the train, move! I mean, obviously, someone has left a bucket of water on the floor. Get off me! Wow, that thing is incredibly powerful. Isn't it? I think it's a way for gamblers to cheat that went completely wrong. Absorbing other people's luck to steal it without realising it would take your own first. How does it work? Yeah, I'm not sure. I've done my best to analyse it. But best I can come up with is that it focuses on negative thought impulses buried inside the brain's paranoia centres and manifests them through a psychokinetic influence field. Or I could just be making that up. Okay, right. Now, if I remember rightly, the postcard where I'm locked up is right behind this door. Gotcha. There'll be two of me and two crystals. I can't imagine that's good, so just be careful. Right. Miss Stokes, Oof. I heard gunfire. You! No! Jenny, help! I think I'm going to fall off! Not if I can... Wait. If I rescue you and I get unlucky... But hold on. You were back there. I don't understand. Oh, look. Just let it wash over you. That's what I'm doing. I, I, I don't know what's going on here. But I'm arresting you again. And just stay right where you... Oh! My foot! He was easier to deal with than I expected. Oh, what were the odds of that? You all right? Yeah, just about. Hey, who are you? What you doing all the way out here? I was the driver of that there train. Burnt my hands and fell off. So no one's driving it? No. At the last point, I think I knocked it down the wrong turn. The wrong turn? So where's she headed now? To Doom Gorge. Doom Gorge was aptly named a sheer drop to the barren ground. Easy enough to traverse if you took the bridge, and the bridge hadn't been abandoned halfway through construction. The bridge the train was heading to this very second. Not that Calamity or the man with no name, his head dangling precipitously an inch above the fast-moving ground, knew any of that. Noah! Jamie! I'm thinking don't try and do anything. If you try and save yourself, you won't. Not the way our luck's running. So I do it, I save myself. Yeah, I, I don't know. You try anything at all, odds are you'll fail. <gasps> Wait, that's it. It is? We've been looking at this the wrong way. Take my hand, try and pull me out. What? I'd rather not. We might both go under the wheels. Only if you try and save yourself. But if you try and pull me out and you get unlucky, you won't manage to. We'll both end up back on board. That's a hell of an F. Trust me, I've seen what this crystal can do. I know how it works. You sure? Yeah, take my hand. I hope you're right. So do I. What was that? Nothing. All right. No time like the present. You ready? As I'll ever be. Okay. Here we go. Oh, my.
Mama. I really wasn't sure that would work. Yeah, neither was I. What? I didn't want to worry. Thanks. Ow! Could you stop standing behind doors, Noah? I tell you, if I never see another bird, it'll be too soon. Get up quick while she's distracted. Jenny! Noah, I knew you wouldn't. Whoa, whoa, wait. Who's... I, I don't understand. And that's the full set. Oh, don't worry. Give it another three months. It'll be clear as day. Sort of. Noah, who is this? Ah, oh, wait. You're the person everyone's mistaking me for. Yeah, sort of. It'll take too long to explain it all right now. I think you might be wanting this. My manipulator. I fixed it. It should be working now. But what are you waiting for? Use it to escape. Join us over here. It looks fine. Well, it should do. Come on. Noah, can I trust her? I'll let you trust yourself. All right. I'll be with you any second. What? I mean, she sort of is. Technically. She's just punched in the wrong destination and found herself three months back in time. The circle is complete. So now can we go? Ah, no reason not to. I've still got my own vortex manipulator. Right up my sleeve. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where did it go? Oh, no. Calamity! Uh-oh. Jenny, where's the manipulator? Don't tell me you lost it. All right. I won't tell you. What is wrong with my pain today? Ah! Oh, I have had it with these doors. If it's any consolation, I'm actually trying to miss. I'm fed up of that crystal. She is welcome to it. Now, we need to head back and find the manipulator. No, no, we can't. If we look for it, we won't find it. So what do we do? We just stand here, hands on our hips. It's worth a try. All right, yeah. What was... Oh, it was on the other arm. Oh, I was lucky. Right, time to go, I think. Where are we going? I'm not sure. Not where we want to. But I am willing to take a chance. Calamity? Jenny? Where'd you go? This has been one hell of a day. Well, at least things can't get any worse. Now, where are we? Ah, god damn it! And that was the last anyone ever saw of them. No one ever found the bodies of Jenny, Calamity, or the man with no name in the wreckage. And I know that for a fact, because like I say, I was the one who had to clear up the mess. I pieced together what little I could of what happened. I reckon I got some details wrong, naturally, but I'm sure the majority of what I say is along the right lines. No one ever found Jenny, Calamity, or her friend. That's true, but as I say, I did find this here lucky charm. I mean, I never said it was good luck. I know one thing, anyone who holds on to it long enough, they end up dead. You know, I, I realize now that might not have been the best thing to tell you. That was careless of me. I think this drink may have loosened my tongue. That's unfortunate. No, don't go. Uh, look, I'm sure there's some way of reversing its effects, making it work for you. I mean, imagine what you could do at the poker table. Come back, please. I, I, I've got to sell it. I've got to be rid of it. I ain't had no luck since I found it. I'm running out of time. Would someone like to buy it off me? 
Hell, I'll give it away. Sure is pretty, ain't it? Lovely free gift for the missus. It's your lucky day. Someone? Anyone? Please? Please? My name is Barnaby Kay and I am the director of this uh, second series of Jenny and this is episode three which is called Calamity Jenny and uh, it's a fantastic episode and uh, was really good fun to do today. Well this place looks delightful, so historic. It's definitely that. Oh I think I know where we are. I think it's called the Old West. West of what? Um, the East mainly. I think, yes. Well, I've seen pictures and antique movies. It's the new frontier. Right. It's all set in the Wild West, uh, where Jenny has gone back in time with um, with Noah, and they end up at a saloon in the Old West. It's got all, all those uh, characters that you might uh, recognise from Westerns, the, the kind of hard-nosed uh, saloon owner woman, and you've got the slightly lazy and ineffectual sheriff who's sleeping in the jailhouse. You've got poker players and rough kinds. There's, uh, there's shootouts and, uh, and trains and horses running about. So it's, so it's great. It's a really exciting episode. One of the fun things is that uh, we've actually got two Jennies. We have the Jenny that we arrive with, with Noah at the beginning of the episode, but there is an, already a Jenny there, a Calamity Jenny, who appears to be a, a wanted criminal, um, wanted on for several murders. Um, and there are wanted posters for her about the town. And um, she turns out to be our Jenny who has been living in the Wild West. So the episode is about how we uh, get in and out of that problem. Um, and, and it was a, a great fun to unravel. I'm John Donny and I wrote Calamity Jenny for Jenny Still Running. Right. Now they've left town, I can drop the silly accent. Uh, what? I'm so sorry. I had to keep pretending. I couldn't take the risk that things would turn out differently. Um, what? But they're on the train now, so we can get a move on. First things first, let's get you untied. Uh, what? You're confused, aren't you? I can tell. Well, look, don't worry. It's just about to get much more complicated. I can't quite remember what the inspiration for Calamity Jenny was, thinking back on it. I, I can't remember even when we actually had the initial discussion. It might be, at this point, maybe about two, three years ago, uh, at, at the time of recording the extras. And all I remember was just pretty much out of nowhere, this idea of it'd be fun to have Jenny riding a horse to catch a train in the Wild West. So basically, pretty much the opening scene was the uh, the inspiration for the whole story. I, I had no idea of any of the context of that or, or, or where any of it would lead, but, but that was the idea uh, that, that I had at the root of it all. Hello, I am Georgia Tennant and I played Jenny. 
I am Sean Biggerstaff, and I play Noah, the boy from nowhere. Noah, can I trust her? I'll let you trust yourself. All right. I'll be with you any second. What? I mean, she sort of is. Technically. She's just punched in the wrong destination and found herself three months back in time. The circle is complete. To play two Jennies <laughs> is twice as hard than playing one Jenny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one's got a silly accent and one's got a slightly less silly accent. Uh, it, yeah, it was fun. It's different, isn't it? Yeah. Um, playing with yourself, it's always nice. It was good when there was a huge scene that was just you and you. That was, that was fun. Did you like that? I, I enjoyed it, yeah. Oh, good, I'm glad. Very relaxing. Thanks. I was trying to figure out a way of making them sound different. And I thought one, <laughs> one should be out of breath and one shouldn't be out of breath. So basically that just means that one is fitter than the other. We've got two Americans cast at the moment that uh, are in this episode. But today we had um, we had Jana Carpenter, who uh, is a friend of mine and is actually American, and she has a lots of uh, cultural references from the States. And um, she plays Mama Stokes, um, the, the hard-nosed saloon owner. And she was uh, she was very good. It was very nice to hear a, um, a genuine accent. My name is Jana Carpenter, and I played Marion Stokes, or Mama Stokes. Jenny, look out! <laughs> Now, that is not playing fair. Never said I played fair. I don't know what's got into you, Calamity, but things are over with us now. Things were never on, no matter how much you asked. It's obviously a pretty unusual situation, um, but she is somebody who does think on her feet, and so she's trying to figure out how to get the best out of something that she doesn't fully understand and, and to manipulate the situation to her benefit. So she uh, concocts a plan to secure the release of her Calamity Jenny through throwing the other Jenny under the bus or under the cart. <laughs> and um, and she, her plan feels like it's going to succeed except that she's being played the whole time. So what she thinks is a fortuitous event of the other Jenny arriving turns out to be uh, the opposite. <laughs> My name is Michael Brandon and I am the narrator of Jenny. Oh, I also play the driver of the train. That's a terrible place to start a story. I mean, it's dramatic and all, but it's nearer the end than the beginning. And there's all manner of stuff I ain't explained yet. I'm guessing it's left you a trifle confused. I should probably take it back a little further, just to make everything clear. You good with that? Let's go again. I think the best thing is to be the storyteller. You know, because you set, set the tone. Uh, I was the narrator on Thomas the Tank Engine for eight years. <laughs> so it was like, I love storytelling, and I'm writing a book right now as well, uh, telling all the stories. And it's, it's, it's a great, great thing because it, it just, it's timeless, you know. If you go back to, you know, before we had media, there were storytellers. That's what they would spread from village to village, and that's how the tales of all the... the the amazing things that happened in the world came to be. Uh, let's put it this way. I was killed by a Dalek. I was in the uh, two-part finale with David Tennant. I played the general of New York defense. In fact, I even got to actually say, Battle stations! <laughs> this is Joe Kramer, the composer and sound designer for Calamity Jenny. 20 years ago, I wrote a score for a film called The Way of the Gun, and it was a modern-day film, but we treated it as if it was a Western. 
to the point where the main characters' names were the real-life names of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. It was Parker and Longmouth. And the score for that was rooted in the aesthetics of American cowboy movie scoring. I sort of revisited that for Calamity Jenny, starting with a a playful reinterpretation of her theme, which was in the, you know, the, the request for that was actually in the script. And then Barnaby seconded that when we discussed the music for the episode. While I was still doing the sound, but before I had done any of the music, I did check in with Barnaby about, you know, that he was cool with me continuing the music for this whole series in the same vein as the first series and not sort of chucking it all out and starting again from scratch. And he said, absolutely, although I would love a more sort of Ennio Morricone kind of approach for Calamity Jenny. And so that's definitely what I had in the back of my head. And so to take Jenny's theme and make kind of a cowboy version of it was a lot of fun. And then throughout the episode to use some of the kind of pastiches of classic cowboy scoring, like acoustic guitars and harmonica and castanets. You know, it's almost, there were moments where, you know, I could almost see like the tumbleweed blowing down the street as Jenny and Noah walk up to the saloon. You know, a lot of it too, both with, it's funny because stories two and four are kind of companion pieces in terms of the content. And stories one and three were kind of companion pieces as a composer because a lot of the music in one and three is di- what we call source music. It's diegetic music that the characters actually hear. So there's that saloon piano that's playing through so much of number three, similar to the club music that's playing through number one. It was interesting to try to you know, find music and create music for those sequences that sounded relevant to the location and time, but also worked dramatically. I think we had the title Calamity Jenny for ages, and it took me a long time to figure out what to do with the plot from that point. I think I'd had the notion of something about luck and something that eats your luck stored away in a file somewhere, the idea of a luckmonger, and never quite been able to figure out the story to fit it with. And the moment I realised that the name Calamity Jenny would lead quite naturally to uh, using this, meant that I thought, well, actually, that's something I could get away with. That could be fun to do. It's a bad luck crystal with one of the most brilliant uh, kind of pseudo-scientific explanations I've ever heard in in a Doctor Who universe uh, thing ever, which is really saying something. And yeah, so uh, it just it causes everyone to have terrible luck. And if, you, if there's anything that you want to do, what you need to do is, is try to not do that. And then that's what will happen. Which reminded me beautifully of um, uh, a sometime uh, Doctor Who writer, Douglas Adams' great uh, explanation for the technique involved in flying, which is to throw yourself at the ground and miss. I'm James Good. I play Virgil. And I play Sheriff Sparrow. Oh, whoa. Oh, get out of there. Get out of there now. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, Virg. <laughs> I think you might be wrong. What can you feel but pity for two people who have absolutely no idea what's happening to them? Poor old Virgil. I mean, he's been prospecting for gold and he comes up 
against this amazing looking thing and he thinks he's struck, well, second best thing to gold. And it ain't. It definitely ain't. And um, poor Love, he doesn't make it out of the first reel. This crystal has the effect of causing bad luck on whoever is near it, not just uh, holding it, but anywhere near it. So if it's in a room, then everyone in that room has uh, has unlucky uh, things happen to them, falling over, falling out of a window, or whatever it might be. And that is, in fact, how Calamity Jenny is why she's a wanted woman, because she had the crystal and all these bad things happened around her, no fault of hers, but it just appeared that she'd uh, she'd killed these people. And uh, so really it is a, it's a, it's a slapstick episode whenever that crystal is around because everybody, people are trying to have fights, people are trying to arrest people and everything goes horribly wrong. People who get to shoot their own selves in the foot and fall off trains and I think Noah forever is being hit in the head by a door. So it is a big slapstick comedy episode which I'm really looking forward to uh, editing altogether. It's great.